Hello there, it's Peter from Nourishing Soulfully and you're listening to the Nourishing Soulfully podcast. Now I am currently on maternity leave and whilst I'm on maternity leave I have scheduled up fortnightly podcast episodes taken from the archives of my two other podcasts nourish heal your relationship with food and eat move live intuitively i hope that you find this episode really valuable even if you've listened to it before i really recommend having a listen again just because it can often bring up other stuff and we'll notice different things much like if we read a book again that we maybe hadn't noticed before as always if you could rate and review this podcast it would mean ever so much to me but what would mean even more to me is if you could share this episode if you found it valuable with others because this will help the podcast be found by many many more people remember you can also find so much content on the nourishing soulfully website and the blog at nourishingsoulfully.com and if you're fancying a little bit of self-development a little bit of self-care time and focusing on creating that self-kindness and self-compassion and getting to really know yourself, Elevate, the course in self-kindness is available as a self-paced course even whilst I'm on maternity leave. Head to nourishingselfly.com to find out more and let's delve into this week's episode. Is intuitive eating just about honouring your hunger? If we can just work out when we're hungry and then eat then without getting too hungry, can we sort of rest on our laurels and tick intuitive eating off our never ending to-do list? Let's dive into this question today on Nourish, heal your relationship with food. I'm Peter and I support people like you to heal their relationship with food and themselves. I'm a certified intuitive eating coach and eating psychology coach. I'm also a qualified level eight life coach and trauma informed practitioner. Let's delve into today's topic of honouring your hunger. Many who wish to heal their relationship with food want a quick fix. After all, they've come directly from years and years and sometimes a lifetime of quick fix promises when it comes to diets and what they claim they'll do for you. But I think most of you who are listening to this episode right now know that weight loss diets don't work long term. If you haven't listened to my podcast on how diets fail you, Hop on over to Substack and search for the Eat, Move, Live Intuitively podcast and you can listen for free there. So I've got three podcasts. There's this one, which is Nourish, Heal Your Relationship with Food and they're bite-sized, short episodes on healing your relationship with food. Then there is Nourishing Soulfully, which is all about self-kindness and interviews with people on how they are kind to themselves. And then there is eat, move, live intuitively over on Substack, which is longer episodes on how to live an intuitive life, which specifically focuses on eating and movement. So yes, we all love a quick fix. We also all know that quick fixes for deeply ingrained issues are often just a short-term distraction rather than a fix. I wish it was just a case of retuning your hunger cues and working on eating when you notice the very beginnings of hunger bubble up, the slight feeling of peckishness, the thoughts of, oh, I could just eat that. And whilst learning how to tune into these cues is a great place to start, if that feels right for you, you'll notice that just like when learning anything new, that's just the tip of the iceberg. 
This learning will lead you to learning about honouring your fullness, learning to stop overeating. You'll delve into letting go of diet culture and diet rules that you may not have even realised are playing out in your everyday life. You may then enjoy delving into discovering the satisfaction factor of food, noticing what foods satisfy you and taste delightful, the textures that are really lovely and which meals and snacks sustain your energy levels. And from here, your path may lead you to challenging the food police around you and in your mind, and then on to working through emotional and stress eating. You may then decide it's time to make peace with food and learn how to truly heal your relationship with food creating what we call food freedom within your life. No food being off limits. Ensuring you honour those fullness levels and that satisfaction factor at the same time. It's a bit like learning how to drive a car. It's not just about steering. You have to remember to press the accelerator and the brake, check your mirrors continually, indicate, and if you drive a manual, shift gears. At first, it takes every ounce of your energy and focus to do so. It feels clunky and you're sure you're forgetting something. But after a while, you get comfortable and it all begins to fall into place automatically. Before you know it, you're not even thinking about pressing the brake or indicating left. This is what intuitive eating becomes, an automatic, comfortable way of enjoying food and enjoying life. Once you've made peace with food, you may decide it's time to make peace with exercise too and learn how to embrace joyful movement, which could prompt you to learn more about respecting your body and eventually honouring your health with gentle nutrition. And so you see, honouring your hunger is just the tip of the intuitive eating iceberg, but it's a place many start at. I'd say the two most popular places are honouring your hunger and honouring your fullness for beginners. And there's a reason why. These are two principles you can get your head around coming from dieting because you know that you're disconnected from these feelings. You know that I know that I eat past that point of comfortable fullness. I know that I leave myself too long before I eat when I'm hungry and therefore I overeat. Intuitive eating is an ongoing journey. Once you know how to do it and you have the tools and practice to apply everything you've learned, it's still an ongoing process that becomes a lifestyle. A lovely, gentle, intuitive way of living that often stems out into kind of other areas of your life. Would I say it's only for specific people? Not at all. I believe intuitive eating is for everyone. If you'd like more information on intuitive eating, visit nourishingsoulfully.com or feel free to pop an email over to peter at nourishingsoulfully.com. To understand more about your relationship with food, I've created an audit called Pause, which can be found on the website. And this audit walks you through a step-by-step -step evaluation to discover where you're at and where to begin your journey with intuitive eating. That's all for this week. But as always, be gentle, be kind. You're doing the best you can, always. Sending lots of love your way.